Hey, how you down? This is uh, Brutal Cross coming to you from Staten Island. Uh, we're doing another episode of the Unnamed Brutal Cross podcast, a.k.a. The Bro Show, a.k.a. Hey, shut the fuck up, I'm talking! Uh, hey, everybody. We're back. Uh, technical difficulties last week. Uh, it was basically I recorded a show and I didn't like it. And I want to give you guys the good shit. Okay, that you all deserve, most of you don't deserve the good shit, I think most of you are pieces of shit, but uh, I want to give you all the good shit, and that's what we're talking about right now. How was everyone's Super Bowl Sunday? That's right, I'm, ta- I'm starting off a motocross podcast talking about football. I didn't want, I wanted Carolina to win, not that I really care about Carolina, but Denver beat the Patriots, and it, the Patriots should have beat them. And I was like, fucking, I was like, god damn it. God damn it. Fucking, the Broncos lucked into that goddamn win. The, it should have been the Patriots versus the Panthers. Everybody knew that they were the best teams in the NFL this year. And it fucking wasn't. And now the goddamn Broncos have the fucking Super Bowl ring. Fuck that. I did, I, so I've never been a fan of Peyton Manning at all. And in, he did an interview after the game where he talked about or they asked him if he was retiring, and he his response was, I'm going to drink a lot of beer tonight, and I don't think I should make any decisions. And that made me like him. I was like, that. that's the type of thing, that's like a Kevin Windham answer. Kevin Windham would say something like that if somebody asked him if he was going to retire. And I know a lot of you listening right now are like, bro, why are you talking about football? Football's for pussies. Let's talk about motocross. No, it's fucking not. I am so sick of hearing people talk about how motocross... And I know... Dude, that's the thing. I agree. I agree that motocross is the toughest sport that there is. There can be other tough sports. It's not like it's... There can only be one difficult sport. Football, especially pro football, is gnarly as shit. And if you don't think so, then you're a fucking moron. Like, this is... Do you see how fucking hard those guys are hitting? I mean, if I see one more person post something on Facebook that's like... Fucking most sports require one ball, motocross requires two. I'm going to lose it. it. You were allowed to say that when it was thought up, which was probably like 1995 or something. You had a year to say it. If you have said it, we are 20 years after that shit. Don't say it anymore. It's not fucking funny. It's not cool. You are making yourself look like a fucking idiot, I think. It's stupid. And I understand because I grew up the motocross kid in my school, so I was the only kid who rode dirt bikes. And I had the standard arguments that everybody has, which is, you know, everybody says that all you do is twist the throttle, bike does all the work, motocross isn't a sport, it's not hard. I had all those, I had those arguments, okay, relentlessly throughout school. Then I became an adult and wasn't an insecure dumbass anymore. And I was like, you know what? I could really give a fuck if you say that motocross is easy. You clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All you kids listening right now, I know you have these arguments at school. Just say to those kids that say motocross is easy, be like, yeah, fuck it. You're a fucking idiot. I don't care what you say. I do not give your opinion means nothing to me. And if you are not a kid and you have those arguments, then shut your fucking mouth. Why do you still have those arguments with people? Why are you that insecure when you're an adult? Kids are supposed to be insecure. Okay, that's part of being a kid.
If you are an adult and you get upset when people say that motocross is easy rather than just say, yeah, fuck you, dude. I don't give a fuck what you say. Then holy shit, you need to adjust some shit in your life. Okay. And back to the football thing. Tons of people say that football is like the gnarliest sport you can do. I don't agree with that. I think motocross is definitely gnarlier. Football is still super gnarly. And all you dudes that say football is for pussies, you guaranteed you're a fucking bitch. Because dudes who are, you know, real motocross guys that are tough and aren't pussies understand that football is also fucking gnarly. And here's another thing. Okay, let's go back to this. If you get upset when dudes are like, football is tougher than motocross, even if football was tougher than motocross, it's still a bunch of dudes running around hitting each other and throwing a ball. On a motocross, you're riding a motorcycle. So even if football is tougher, that's what I always said, and I don't want to rehash any quad uh, arguments right now, but a ton of quad guys used to always say that shit to me, that riding a quad was harder than riding a dirt bike. And I was kind of like, all right, like what else do you have to say? Because riding a dirt bike is more fun. So, you know, by your logic, driving a truck on a fucking dirt bike track would be, gnar- would be cooler if it was all about what's hard to do. Have you ever tried to drive an F-150 on a Supercross track? It's hard as shit. You're definitely way faster on a dirt bike. So, yeah, just stop having those stupid arguments. The next time a guy's like, oh, fucking motocross is for pussies, and be like, yeah, whatever, dude. I pull more chicks than you. So, suck a dick. I'm going to fuck your chick. That is a t-shirt. I'm writing that down. Coming up with t-shirt ideas. Suck a dick, I'm going to fuck your chick. Brotocross. Yeah, so, and then the guy, the football player, dude, is going to get upset at you for that and just laugh in his face because he got upset. That's what I've always, that's always been my policy. I just get, I'm just like, fuck, whatever, dude. And I laugh in his face. I don't get upset when dudes, like, try to fight me in a bar. I just laugh at their fucking face. They get mad. Sometimes they'll throw a punch. You got to be able to duck and weave. That's the good part about being a motocross rider, though, dude. You, if you are not a pussy on the track, you've probably taken some crashes that are way gnarlier than the hardest hit you'll ever take. So getting punched in the face is not that bad. It's pretty mellow. I mean, you get, you're going to have a shiner. That's kind of a bummer. You, you're, you get marked up. That's what sucks. But it doesn't hurt that bad. The worst crash, the worst punch ever to the head in a bar fight is fucking nothing compared to a gnarly motocross crash. So, you know, we've been kind of conditioned to be assholes to people at bars because it's like the worst case scenario other than getting shot or stabbed or something. So, you know, keep that in mind. But if it's just fists, small potatoes, I'll take it all day, every day. So do that. Do more of that motocross. We need to be those guys. Okay. We don't want to be the insecure, and I know that there's so many bros, especially in Southern California, that just fit the description of who I'm talking to, to a fucking T. They wear the flat brim hats, they wear those stupid ass skate shoes that are like, that have the massive fat tongue, and it's like, dude, nobody who actually skateboards wears those fucking shoes because they're ridiculous. And then they've got, you know, their dickies or their jeans on, and those are the guys, and they have tattoos too, and I'm not saying that everybody who has tattoos is an insecure little bitch. I'm just saying that these guys are insecure little bitches, and they have tattoos. And so they're the guys that are going to get really upset 
it's funny because they're they're on on our side, but I'm not on their side. If you wear an affliction shirt, sorry, bro, I'm not on your fucking side. But anyway, um, did you guys see after the press conference, Cam Newton, who is the quarterback for the Panthers? I shouldn't have to tell anybody that. Like, even if you're not a football fan, you should fucking know that. Uh, Cam Newton walked out of the press conference. I don't. I don't. Even, I don't even know what the question was, but it's like, dude. Think about that. Everybody said that this guy's going to win the fucking Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl before. He's only been a pro for like four years or something, four or five years. And everybody is like, dude, he's going to win the Super Bowl. No question about it. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. He's not. Tom Brady is. But anyway, he and he just lost the game and now has to go to a fucking press conference. I can't believe that they make those dudes do that. It would be like... Going up to, like, Jeremy Martin last year when he didn't qualify for the main event and being like, hey, you have to go to a press conference now. That's why I always, people always talk about how motocross riders aren't professionals, and I fucking love that they're not professionals, but they really are. They're much more so than you give them credit for. Because how many times, I mean, every single race, if a rider wrecks or his bike blows up or something and he can't finish the race and he's walking back to the pits... Then they get that fucking camera girl, not camera girl, fucking announcer girl, and just she shoves a microphone in his fucking face. Imagine that, okay? And I know that you have, you've had a bad race before. Nobody gave a fuck about that race. So now picture you've ha- you're having a bad race at a race that a lot of people give a fuck about, and you get paid to ride your fucking dirt bike and do well in races, and you are not doing your job right now. And some fucking bitch who doesn't know shit and you know that she's only she's got the guy in the fucking in her headphones it's like hey 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 go uh go talk to him he just fucking crashed we want to talk to him and see what the fuck he's got to say and she runs over in her fucking camera guy and they shove their camera and microphone in your face and you've got to talk to them and you can't tell them to fuck off imagine what a prison that would be there's no fucking way i could do it to have just to be in that sort of an emotional state and to have the fucking press just jump on your nuts and immediate it's not like they're like hey how's your day going and it's not even like they're if they were like hey what do you what do you think is a uh, good military strategy in Iraq or something they're like oh hey you know how you just had the most miserable fucking day ever well let's talk exactly about that and we're not going to try to make you feel better or anything. We just want you to talk about how miserable you are and why you're so fucking miserable. Dude, I don't understand. And I know that it's your fault, by the way. It's all of your fault because you are interested in that shit. You are the ones that are clicking on these fucking YouTube links. And it's like, it, so save like Cooper after his bike blew up and he was bummed out. If he was just, if he just fucking whipped his dick out, and pissed all over the fucking camera lady, then you guys would click on... I mean, I would click on that too. That would be awesome. That was a terrible example because that would be the shit. I would be so happy about that. But, uh, you know, you guys are the ones that want to see this shit. If they say fuck, then it's big news, even though it's like, oh, yeah, this guy is having a bad day. Let's shoot him while he's down. And you guys all love it. You fucking love it the low and I'm I I hope that everybody listening to this has the wherewithal to know that I'm not t- 
talking personally to them. And if you do think that I'm talking personally to you, then I am talking personally to you. That's That goes back to the insecurity thing that I was just talking about. But anyway, it's just the lowest common denominator of society. Loves this stupid shit. Which is why you guys are listening to me right now. Um, anyway, let's get back. Let's get into dirt bikes. Enough football. Um, James Stewart. I want to talk about him. He obviously did not race at Phoenix. Came back for Oakland. Did a few laps and called it a night. And then that's that until he's he's apparently still feeling the effects of that concussion. I don't know if you guys... Because if you watched him in the heat race he got second in the heat race which was a solid result but god damn did he look sketchy on the track he just was making these little tiny mistakes all over the place it was so not james stewart and not that james stewart doesn't ever make tiny mistakes because if you go go back and watch his biggest crashes they are all the result of just the most minute mistake but he is going so fucking fast that that's what happens and he doesn't People were saying this because, like, Carmichael, when he used to ride, he he was, like, a fucking bull on the bike, and he's just, like, if something happened, he was ready for it. And, I mean, Carmichael fucked up all the time, but he was ready, and he could correct it. Stewart, not so much. Like, his style is such that he is not ready for mistakes, and he fucks up. And when he fucks up, it's fucking bad because he's going so fast. Didn't happen at Oakland. He... Pole shot that he raced, led for a while, got second. Not a bad result, but yeah, just tiny mistakes all over the track. Rode the main event, started up front, started going backwards, and pulled off just feeling the effects of a concussion, apparently. I think uh, I just miss the days. I just miss the tough guy shit. Ricky Carmichael, I don't care what kind of a concussion he's got. He, If he starts a race, he's fucking finishing it. He's just like, what? What concussion? Shut your fucking mouth. I've got a race to finish right now, bro. So why don't you go over there and goddamn lick some fucking pavement while I finish my goddamn race and shut the fuck up about what the healthy thing to do is. I miss that. And I'm not saying that that's smart. It's not. It's probably not. James Stewart, It was if he was really feeling the effects of the concussion, that's a smart move to pull off the track. But I just miss... Having the t- I, You can't call James Stewart a tough guy. That's what I'm saying. He's a great rider. Like, I've, I've said it a million times, the most talented rider ever. Not the toughest guy out there. He's pulled, I mean, there's just been so many times where he's just had these super vague reasons for pulling off in a race where he's not doing very well. And just being like, you know what? I wasn't feeling it out there. You never saw that with a guy like Carmichael. Never saw that. Chad Reed fucking Millville flies goddamn into the fucking stratosphere and then just gets dropped on his face and is like, hey, where's my fucking bike? I've got a race to finish. That's what I like. I like that in a motocross rider. James Stewart, you just don't have that. He's had, and like I said, if he was really feeling the effects of the concussion, that was a smart move to pull off. This is one of the few times where I'm saying, I just kind of wish he did something dumb and fucking went for it. Because if I'm, it's just like, it, this has happened so many times with James Stewart, where he's just out of the race and you're like, are you kidding me, dude? Again? What the fuck, man? And I just think to be successful in this sport these days, 
other than if you're Ryan Dungey because he's such a fucking freak of nature. But to be successful in this sport, sometimes you have to push the envelope, and sometimes that means doing dumb shit. Like Carmichael 2002 Supercross, you guys all know where I'm going with this, if you actually know anything about the sport, just absolutely racked his fucking shit at Anaheim 1, over the bars, like legitimately landed on his head, super definitely concussed, didn't go to the doctor, didn't get any fucking test results, I think they just covered it up and were like, ah, no, he's fine, yeah, no, he knocked himself out, just, just walk it off, champ, and... He came back and he won the series. He won the Supercross Championship that year. I mean, that's some, sometimes you just got to do that. And I, I miss that. I wish that James Stewart sometimes would just be like, you know what? Not feeling great. Probably should pull off, but fuck that. I'm fucking finishing. And he just doesn't do that. I remember uh, Southwick 2005 when he was on the two-stroke in the 250 class, um, which is now the 450 class. I shouldn't have to explain that, but I do because people are stupid. And he just pulled off, just out of nowhere, was just like not feeling this, and he pulled off. And I feel like there have been so many races for him in his career that were, it was like, eh, this, is, this isn't going perfectly, so I'm just going to give up. And I mean, I've had races like that too, but I'm just some fucking Joe who doesn't get paid to ride a dirt bike. And I think that if you get paid to ride your dirt bike, when you're in a race, you finish that fucking race. But... Again, if he was feeling concussed, then a good ch- uh, or sorry, a good call to stay, you know, stay off the track. I think that's no matter what. I think that this is a wake up call to the concussion tests that they are a fucking joke that they don't work. Because if he was good to go for San Diego at round two, and then two weeks after that he is feeling the effects of a fucking concussion, then clearly that test doesn't work and make some adjustments. But at the end of the day, I don't even think there needs to be a test. If a, if a rider wants to go out there and race, then he knows the risks. These guys are adults, okay? They don't need to be treated like fucking children. So if you want to race, fucking have at it, dude. Just if you die, don't get pissed at me about it. Not that you would get pissed at me. I didn't fucking do anything. I'm just like, hey, I want guys to race dirt bikes. And I like to watch guys race dirt bikes. It's more fun to race, though. I don't really like going to the races and not racing. But if you go to Supercross, that's okay. Because holy fucking shit are those tracks scary. I look at a Supercross track and I'm just like, there's no, no, uh uh-uh. Everything is so peaky and terrifying. I kind of think it's scarier than it looks because I've seen plenty of dudes go out on a supercross track that have no fucking concept of how to ride a motorcycle that somehow survive it's like watching mr magoo they just bounce off everything you're like is he riding with his eyes closed i think he might be but they make it so if those guys can do it riding around like retarded fish then uh i think it's possible for me to do it not that I'm going to, and not that I'm claiming that I would be good at Supercross, but just I'm just saying that looking at the tracks, I think to myself, there's no fucking way I would ever want to do that. Speaking of retarded fish, uh, let's talk about Michael. <laughs> no, I was going to say let's talk about Michael Essie. Michael Essie does not ride around like a retarded fish, but I was actually watching him uh, this past weekend at Phoenix, and 
it's nuts to watch how timid he is on the bike now. And I know why. It's because he has been so relentlessly shit on by everybody for some of the stuff that he's done. I mean, he's done some bonehead shit on the racetrack. All, of course, all starting in 2005 when he stood on Tedesco's bike at Glen Helen. That was like the worst meltdown I think I've ever seen on the racetrack. And then you had, what was it, last year or two years ago when he smashed Brock Tickle. Just the ultimate last-ditch attempt at like, it's like he could just see his career going away and he was just like, all right, I'm going to pop the clutch and just fucking rock it right back into stardom. And didn't work out. And then, but it's like now if you do something like that, the internet just fucking shits on you. Like there's, I saw mad people saying like, I hope you break both of your legs, dude. First of all, I don't even like Michael Essie. Way too aggressive right there though, okay? I hope you break both of your legs. That's the problem with the internet. The internet is basically like going to a giant crowd of people, finding the guy that's eating lead paint and chewing with his mouth wide open and being like, hey dude, do you want a megaphone? Here you go. And then just seeing what happens. That's basically what the internet is. I mean, every obviously, I've said this a million times, pro riders, you guys just need to stop. Don't even look at comments on your Instagram. And I know you want to because you want to see if girls are like, yo, hit me up, I'll suck your dick later. I want to see that too. If you do that, you are going to see a lot of shit of dudes being like, hey, um, dude, you should go break both your legs because you're not my favorite rider. Oh, you switched, you switched from Kawasaki to Honda. So I want you to go fucking die. That's what people say on the internet. Because there's no consequences. The internet is consequence free. If you go up to somebody and say that to their face, they might punch you. And so you're like, oh, fuck. Getting punched isn't fun. I don't want to do that. But if you just type it on your computer and you hit enter, boom, no consequences at all. You can go watch porn five minutes later. Not even five minutes. That's a long time. I don't know what you were doing for those five minutes. You can go watch porn 10 seconds later. It's like, hey, hope you break both your legs, pornhub.com. That's the internet. And that's what a lot of people do on the internet. They call them keyboard warriors. Plenty of people say that I'm a keyboard warrior. I guess I kind of am. I don't really think so. Maybe back in the day. I was an asshole back in the day. But now, at least enough people know who I am so that if I say something about somebody, I'm at least somewhat easy to find. And I've never had a rider come up to me and uh, want to fight me. I don't think. Have I? There were some guys at High Point one year, uh, some quad guys, and this was obviously at the height of the Nuke the Quads movement, that uh, saw a kid wearing a Nuke the Quad shirt and thought he was me and tried to fight him. And then that kid found me and told me about it. And I was like, oh, cool, dude. You almost got your ass kicked for me. That was awesome. They never found me, though, so that was dope. But anyway, I digress. Um, Michael Lessie, yeah, I was just watching him, and he's so, you can just see he's so afraid. You know, he's essentially got a target on his back for the onlookers, where they're like, oh, Alessi, please do something stupid. I need something to write on Instagram. And I could, they're like, I haven't given anybody a death threat yet this week, so I need you to do something stupid, so just fucking do it. And they're waiting for him to do it. And he knows, and he's just like, I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to put this block pass on him because that's a bad idea. But, I mean, that's kind of his fault for caring about that. If you're a professional athlete, if you are anybody who has a big following and who has a spotlight on them at all, then you're going to have plenty of people that shit on you. And if you don't, then you're not doing anything cool. If you don't have anybody who doesn't like your shit, then what you're doing is the most vanilla bullshit ever and doesn't matter at all. That's You take that one to the bank. So what else? Let's talk about the race at Phoenix. Christian Craig on top. Dude, I've been on this kid's program this whole year. Now he has gone from doing well at Supercross to being on the podium. Now he's a race winner. That's what you get when you take a couple of years off and drink beers and fuck your hot wife. Then you become a factory rider and win Supercrosses. And Cooper, obviously, yeah, Cooper was faster. Everybody knows that. Cooper is the fastest 250 Supercross rider on the planet right now. Nobody is even close. Even on the West Coast, or sorry, East Coast, there's not going to be anybody even close to what Cooper is doing right now. So Cooper fell, uh, ditched the fucking front end. He's tied with Savachi now for points, so him and Savachi are going to be red-plated this weekend at San Diego. I will be there uh, to give people high fives and then fake fake them out and not really give them a high five and punch them in the nuts. And uh, I'll watch. I think Cooper's going to win. He's just neat. And I don't think that Cooper's one to get into his own head, but he knows that this is his championship to lose. So as long as he just continues to do what he's been doing, total fluke that the bike blew up. and Well, it didn't even blow up. I don't even know what the hell happened. You know what I heard? Okay, so this is a story. I heard that out at the Yamaha test track, they were testing Cooper's bike the week after uh, it quit at Oakland and just trying to figure out what was happening. And I forget who was riding it, but they were hitting, Cooper wasn't riding it, it was somebody else. And they were hitting all the jumps on this bike that randomly killed itself. You're going to go and hit everything on a, on a full-blown Supercross track, not knowing what's going to happen. Holy shit, what kind of a death wish do you have? God damn it. That would scare the ever-loving shit out of me. But these guys are savages. They're like, hey, we need to figure out what's wrong with this bike. So you go fucking ride this thing full speed until we figure out what's wrong. And if it quits on the face of a triple, well, it just sucks to be you, bro. Okay? As far as I know, nothing bad happens. So, Jesus Christ. That is the scariest thing you could ever do, I think. Ride a supercross track on a bike that might blow up. That is the... Closest you could possibly get to playing Russian roulette on a dirt bike, for sure. And, um, shit. What else are we going to talk about? Roxon finally, that's his first win in Supercross, I believe, since he uh, ditched Alden Baker. Not that I, I don't legitimately think that Alden Baker hires hitmen, but if it, fa- if it came out that the, he did, I wouldn't be surprised. Because they wouldn't be like actual hitmen like to kill you, but they would be these like super covert Navy SEAL type dudes that just go in there and just fuck up a little bit of your shit to the point where you crash and hurt yourself. Roxon, Oakland last year, first race after Ditch and Baker, cases the fuck out of that triple. I mean, he tried it from the inside line and probably first gear, so that's what happened there. But hey, maybe Baker's hitmen were like, hey, Ken. You know what's a hot line? Inside before that triple. And then you just seat bounce it, bro. You've got it. 
and then they just let everything happen. Now AC, ditches Baker, broken wrist. Out six weeks minimum. Whoa. Alden, in case you're listening, you're definitely not, but in case you're listening, I think you're amazing, an amazing person, and please don't hire anybody to break my legs. Please don't Tanya Harding me. Good. Glad we got that out of the way. So, but yeah, Ken back on top. Dungy's still going to win the championship. Continues his podium streak. It's at some ridiculous number now. And pretty much unstoppable. I hope Dungy doesn't win this weekend. Just because, I mean, he's just to that point. He, Dungy is to that point where if he gets a good start and gets out in the lead, I legitimately hope for him to just fall down. Not get hurt, just fall down. So it's an interesting race. He got a shitty start at Phoenix, worked his way up to second. Ken had that race pretty much dialed from the get-go. But if, if Dungy gets a top-five start, I think that everybody's pretty much done. Because he's fucking good at passing now. That, he used to not be able to do that at all. Dungy used to be seriously one of the worst passers on the track in a main event. He was stupid fast, but he could not pass to save his life. How many races did Dungy lose because he was stuck behind... A fucking Andrew Short or something like that. Not insulting Shorty. Good rider. Dungy's faster than him. Everybody knows that. But Dungy would not be able to pass the 6th through 10th place guys. Dungy could not pass them for the longest time. Now, he just fucking absorbs everybody. It's like he goes right through them. It's like he swallows them and just poops them out. And then he's in front of them. I don't know how he's doing it, but goddamn, has he, he has turned his biggest weakness into... One of his best strengths. He's a fucking amazing passer now. It's fucking stupid. And, um, yeah, he's really good at that. And that brings me, oh, who do we have to talk about now? I think you know. We gotta fucking talk about Jimmy Dakotas, dude. Jimmy D hits the main event in fucking Glendale, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix. The University of Phoenix Stadium. Fucking University of Phoenix. Can you imagine them having an actual football team? Ha! It's a good one. Anyway, Jim D... Rips the stat, hole shots, Christian Craig gets right around him, tailing Christian Craig for a good two, three laps, and then hits the fucking wall and going backwards. Now, Webb gets him. Okay, we're still on the box. Savachi gets him. Fuck, we're down in fourth now. And then it was just dominoes from there, you know? And I'm not talking about the pizza or the pasta bread bowls. I'm talking about falling down to ninth place. Jim D, I think he just had that tight fucking moto, and, uh, and I'm not talking about the good tight, like vagina or butthole. I'm talking about the arm pump. I think that's what happened, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ditch the Boston accent is not working for me right now. Uh, I think Jimmy, he was sick at Oakland, maybe still feeling the effects of that. I actually didn't talk to him, but he definitely struggled. That was the race that... And I mean, sometimes the planets have to align for a rider to get on the podium. Because I think that Craig, Webb, and Savachi are all faster than Jimmy right now. So for him to get on the podium, something has to happen to at least one of them. And all three of them started up front. So that's tough. But to fall all the way back to ninth, that should not have happened. And I'm sure that... And Jimmy knows that. He's not going out there expecting everybody to be psyched on him for going from first to ninth in a race. So 
I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table this weekend because I know that Jim D has uh, more than that. He's the fucking ripper, dude. That's all there is to it. So, yeah, we'll see what Jimmy's got. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I've got a lot more to say, but I'll save it for next week. And uh, so go follow bro. Don't follow just bro. Follow Brodocross on Snapchat, Instagram. I'm going to try to do some snaps from San Diego this weekend. So stay tuned for that. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Or don't. I don't really give a fuck. And uh, that's it. So go ride dirt bikes and don't pull out.